Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on F104 and fresh after performing at Other Voices in Wales over the weekend is Malachi. Hello. Louise, how are you? Thank you very much for popping in. So how are you doing after Other Voices? I'm doing great. I'm a little tired, but I'm doing really good. I think Other Voices, it's arguably one of the best festivals because you come home feeling rejuvenated. Mm -hmm. It's not like a festival where you're getting drowned on and it's tense and it's wet. It's a little bit magical, so... Uh, yeah, thank you to other voices for having me. It was beautiful. It's one that's on my list. I haven't made it to any of them yet, but I plan to because mm-hmm. I think it is one of the ones that you have to go and see. It's a bucket list one, yeah, definitely. 100%. There's nothing yeah. like it. I, not only in Ireland, but I think internationally, it it has a certain character to it that I have not experienced before in any other uh, shows or festivals I've played. Mm-hmm. For something like that, how do you plan a set list? Oh, good question. I guess depending on the venue, I usually do a little bit of research. I like to have do some recon and see what they'll look like. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time they're quite intimate and, and, and community-based. So you want to either perform songs that mean a lot to you and you know people will listen because Other Voices is a, a festival for music and for culture. So I think when I was making this set list, I was bearing in mind some more spoken word elements rather than some of my more upbeat and poppy songs. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you know, I just did one song a cappella, and I hopped into the crowd and just nice. spoke my own mind. And I loved it. Very nice. And mm. it does allow for that. It does allow you to mm-hmm. be a bit kind of spontaneous as exactly. well. Exactly. There's yeah. no, there's no uh, boundaries. You can mm. do whatever you like, which I really like about the festival. You have a new single out, Most Days. Yes. Tell me a little bit about this song. Yes, most days it's just over a week old. Um, it was produced by Nick Mills, who who is one of my favorite producers, and it's actually a, a bit of a um, achievement that I got to work with him because he's worked with the likes of Law Carner and Any over in the UK, which are two really really great artists. And um, to be able to go over and produce this record with him, uh, it, it was an incredible thing. I really, really it was really special. So we made this song. Um, and with that there's a music video out as well so you can go check out the single on any mm-hmm. digital streaming platform or the music video is on YouTube right now but it it, um, it took some time for it to come about Louise it was one of those that I didn't know what I wanted to say next because it's been a year since I've released a song and I didn't know what I wanted to say next mm-hmm. and then I was driving in my car and I started humming the melody of the chorus and I pulled over as any safe driver would of course and 
I started just typing into my phone the lyrics and I felt just and eventually it just came out. And then with that, once I had the hook, I was there. I was like, great. All I need to do is find the uh, find the rest now. So it slowly came about. But, wow. Mm-hmm. Does that happen often like that? Yeah, I think for artists and uh, creatives, you're kind of always in that headspace. Yeah. I, I found it difficult to turn it off, but I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think it, it allows you to look at things differently. You find you find uh, some of the most simple things a little bit more interesting and it gives you a nicer way of looking looking mm-hmm. at things. It can be annoying at times. My brain doesn't turn off, you yeah. know, but I but love it. Just as you're about to go to sleep or something. Exactly. Like. And I've always said this to artists or people or if you're, if you're going to sleep and you think you're going to remember it in the morning, you won't. You won't. So no. wake up <laughs> and write it down because it's important or hum it into your phone whatever mm. it is because you're not going to remember it trust me it's <laughs> the happened. brain isn't that good it's yeah. like you have one second to get this and then I'm done with it <laughs> I've written melodies and these symphonies in my head seconds before sleeping it's like I'll remember that nope oh, and it's so disappointing when yeah, you wake up yeah. in the morning you're like that great idea is gone I forever know, it happens to everyone so yeah. I urge you to wake up and just write it down you released an EP, Butterfly Boy, in 2020. You also mm-hmm. released Don't Forget to Take Your Medicine in 2021. Is putting projects together like that important to you? Yes, and a lot of the time, Louise, they're, they're conceptual-based, you know. Mm-hmm. Butterfly Boy, speaking about a butterfly, you know, that symbolism for change. And mm-hmm. my first kind of introduction to the music scene in Ireland, it was my first EP, and uh, I kind of just wanted to say, hi, this is me, and this is what you can expect. I was 19, you know, wow. I'm 23 now, so... Um, it's been a while uh, and life is life has come at me fast I've I had some you know points in my life where I questioned what I was doing and if, it, if it's what I want to continue but thankfully music is um, a part of me and I found that out and whether I'm performing to 20 people or 20,000 I will always want to do it you know just let me let me make music mm-hmm. that's it Do the EPs kind of hold a part of your life or what you're doing at that particular time? Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, if you want to learn about an artist, you mm. go to their discography through the years <laughs> and you will see what kind of trauma or love or heartbreak they've went through. Because like an album was said to me, hey, maybe we should think about doing an album or making some songs. And I was like, I- I- I'm not in the headspace for that right now because right now I need to write this and mm-hmm. release these songs because this is how I feel. But when that time comes around... Uh, something else happens in my life we then write you know Mm -hmm. it uh, it feels right you've always been really good at being honest in Mm -hmm. your music was that important to you yeah it is really important you know I wish I wish the the, my side of me the not Maliki side was a little bit more (laughs) honest with themselves sometimes but (laughs) it's different when I'm have a microphone in my hand or a piece of paper and a pen for some reason I'm just completely transparent um, and I, I respect that person. I wish I learned a, a bit. <laughs> I wish I learned from him a bit more. But um, it's important, I find, to be honest in my music because, like we we said earlier on, it's you have to release this music and and promote it and sing it or rap it for hopefully the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So you have to be proud of it and connected to it. Mm-hmm. So everything I write, there's no filler lines. There's nothing that I would say is false. It's all a part of me. Is there a bit of pressure that goes along with that? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I think it's just, you know, critiquing yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I've been watching a lot of things from 
on videos these days you know a lot of it is just on TikTok and Instagram but sometimes I come across a nice video where it's you know a well established or successful artist speaking about them making it and when they speak about that what they count as success is being able to do what they do not the streams or the listeners or the shows it's the fact that they can do this and you know that's the best part and I've realised that now Louise after four years of doing it it's the fact that I'm here now speaking to you is I've made it so I'm happy about that being able to enjoy it exactly yeah. exactly with a with level head and continue to make music it's that's the best part you mentioned the music video for most days earlier on mm-hmm. we must talk about this because it's a very cool video Thank it was you. in LA wasn't it yeah I flew out to LA to shoot it um, <laughs> a guy this is this is the weird thing about social media this is like one of my friends like it's like your LinkedIn Instagram <laughs> is your LinkedIn it's like your CV it's everything so a guy reached out to me from Los Angeles he's a film director and he messaged me and I, he's, he has a his name and his profile just seem dodgy you know when you get that message and you're like this too is too good to be true exactly yeah. so I let it sit I didn't pay any attention to it one night I looked into it and I actually looked at some of his work mm-hmm. and it was legitimate and he was a real person and his name is Tanner Gordon and he, he's a film director and a music video director and he was a fan of my music nice and the budgets he does for music videos are way out of my way out of my budget I, I couldn't do that so we were able to come to an agreement and just because he is so passionate about the music that I do and the songs that I sent him, he was like, let's make a music video with this song. So I flew out, I saved up a bit of money, I flew out, we shot the video, I was there for a month. Nice. Uh, we may have another music video. So we shot two. I'll let Ooh, you know that, we did. We shot, we shot two music videos <laughs> in the space of three days. Wow. And uh, I've, I've been there before, I have family over there, but... I love Los Angeles, you know, it's a bit of a crazy place, but uh, so grateful to fly over, shoot shoot two music videos and then come back mm-hmm. and then release them. They're very different, but okay. yeah, I'm taking it very seriously, you know, I want to, I wanna, you can notice the step up with production and I want mm-hmm. that to be evident, you know, because I feel like it's time. Yeah, I knew the blue skies were too good to, I know. to be in Ireland, to be fair. <laughs> That's not Dublin. I think yeah, it's I a like, little bit too good to be I was trying to see where down the country it could be. I was like, no, we definitely don't have blue skies like that. You know, Dublin's great. And like, it's really, the environment is fabulous to shoot to shoot in, but it's small, you know, we're, yeah. we're limited in what we can use. So, True. you know, Los Angeles is, is Los Angeles. So, mm-hmm. oh my God, you drive two minutes down the road and you have some of the best... Uh, landscapes and visuals surrounding you so I was very very fortunate and um, yeah I'm really proud of it so thank you Tanner Gordon for reaching out to me very cool sometimes you just have to accept these too good to be true moments I know (laughs) and a lot of times it's just a DM it's random but Yeah. yeah Take it, take it seriously sometimes. Take it and go with us. But you're going to be doing a show in Belfast. You're going to be doing one in London. We won't get to see you just yet, but you are working on a couple of things, aren't you? I am. I'm working on a few things at the moment, Louise. I have some more music coming out. If not, you can check out Most Days, which is out right now. Mm-hmm. But there will be more music coming out, I promise you that. And with that, it will accompany some shows in Ireland. Nice. Uh, I'm just holding off for a little bit. But if you want to come over to London... <laughs> for the weekend <laughs> I'm playing in London on the 30th of November and in Belfast as well in December so yeah it's up to you guys we're going to play the game just real quick we'll do two two questions so Beautiful. roll the dice roll the dice <laughs> okay what have we got we got six number six how do you relax how do I relax 
I love I love going by the sea. Mm-hmm. When I stopped drinking about a year ago, Louise, I was like, I've got so much free time now. So every evening I was just going by the sea. Nice. And I don't I love music, of course. I mean that's obvious, but I didn't bring any speaker or earphones with me. And I think try do that, guys, because listening to music is fun, but it sometimes annoys me. So I could just sit by the sea. And just be it's the water. Exactly. It's the noise of the water. Yeah, because you waves. can go on your phone and look up wave sounds it's online. Not the same. Just go to the scene. Smell the salty For air. For sake, like, yeah. yeah, you know what to do. So yeah. I, I like to go by the, the water and just relax. I think that's my moment where my brain stops mm-hmm. and I can I can just slow down. Nice. I find it difficult to stop sometimes. Let's do one more. Roll mm-hmm. the dice. Two. Um, what is your dream collaboration? Oh, Whoa. Um, you know, I think I gotta say my dream collaboration. <sighs> Dead or alive, anyone? Anyone? You know, I really like King Cruel. He's a London. Oh, cool! He's a yeah. London-based kind of like post-punk, some rock elements, jazz, blues, bit of everything. I really. I think King Cruel and Law Carner were the two artists that stuck out to me when I was young mm-hmm. because they were young men being really vulnerable and I took a lot of inspiration from that. Nice. They would scream into a microphone and I was like, this is wild. I didn't think people did this. Mm. I think either of those two would be amazing because that would give me the realisation, oh my God, I've, I'm doing this because yeah. I'm living out my dream. Because nice. that's who I really looked up to when I was younger. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Almost like a 360 moment. Yeah. Nice. You know, I know King Cruel's very different, but I can make it work, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll so see. where's the best place people can keep up to date with everything you're up to? You know, it's Instagram. It's got to be social media. It's mm-hmm. Maliki. So M-A-L-A-K-I is how you spell it. You can check me out on Spotify and Apple Music, whatever you like. And if you want to come to the shows, it's all promoted online. So Maliki. And my website is malikimusic.com. Excellent. Maliki, thank you so much for popping in. Thank you so much for having me, Louise. It's a pleasure.